0: Confessions of an Advertising Man by David Ogilvy. One-sentence summary. Confessions of an Advertising Man is the marketing bible of the 60s, written by the father of advertising, David Ogilvy, to inspire a philosophy of honesty, hard work, and ethical behavior in his industry. My favorite quote from the author is, Where people aren't having fun, they seldom produce good work. David gooby. When I started getting more interested in marketing in late 2012, I began to pay more attention to the advertisements I saw on TV, billboards and around the web. As in the US, most ads run by big corporations are bad. They either lack creativity, miss the point or the target audience, are sloppily executed or downright confusing. But every once in a while, a really interesting spot pops up like a speed-reading train ride video for Deutsche Bahn, or a moving story of a truck driver coming home for Christmas from Coca-Cola. I soon learned that these rare exemptions weren't due to a sudden spark of genius in those companies' PR departments, but because they hired advertising agencies. In Germany, and across the globe, Ogilvy & Mather is one of the most famous ones, and it was founded by the author of this book, David Ogilvy, in 1948. Ogilvy is known as the father of advertising and had a huge impact on the industry during his lifetime, especially in the 60s, promoting honesty, ethics and hard work as a philosophy for marketers. I love marketing, but I do believe there is a lot to be done to bring these exact values back to it in 2016, 17, and beyond, especially considering that today every single one of us is a media company. That's why I'm excited to share three lessons from Confessions of an Advertising Man with you. 1. Only market things you believe in. 2. Advertising is meant to sell, not to entertain. 3. Use facts, mystery and the latest research to create good advertisements. Ready for a dose of ethic marketing? Here we go. Confessions of an Advertising Man, Lesson 1. Only sell stuff you believe in. This answers the question, if you have marketing skills or want to develop them, what should you use them for? If all marketers live by this mantra and nothing else, I 100% believe we would not live in a world where marketing is considered as sleazy and has a negative connotation right from the get-go. In marketing, as in any other industry, the vast majority of players is looking for the quick fix, the sale today, instead of playing the long game, which results in a lot of ads for products which probably shouldn't be sold at all. One of David's most famous quotes is this. The customer is not a moron. She's your wife. David Ogilvy. He believed in soft-spoken advertisements, delivering the facts, not the fiction, and never ever lying to people in your advertisements. That, of course, means you have to stand 100% behind the product in question. Whether it's a soap, a soft drink, or an airline, so you can write ads without lying. Ads that you'd be comfortable with, even if your own family read them. This is also what led David to only accept accounts for which he truly believed he could outperform the previous agency. In marketing, it might be more important than anywhere else that your North Star is integrity. Confessions of an advertising man, lesson two. In the end, ads are meant to sell, not to entertain. Focus on the basics. This answers the question, what metric should marketers measure their success by? Did that coke video move you? I mean, it moved me. I mean, how can you not feel for the lone, hardworking truck driver who finally gets a break and is reunited with his family on Christmas? As inspiring as that story is, however, you can bet that if it hadn't increased Coca-Cola sales, Ogilvy would not have run this campaign. The definition of an ad is that it's made to sell something, which, while obvious, tends to be forgotten easily over all the creative work and energy good advertising agencies put into their campaigns. Sometimes I spot ads which, while oozing with creativity, like clever puns and stunning images, completely forget selling the product. Having to laugh, feeling inspired, or being shocked are all side effects of a great marketing campaign, not the goal. So instead of trying to win a painting competition or a Pulitzer Prize with your copy, go simple. If your moisturizer makes women above 35 look younger, say, This is how women above 35 can look younger. Great ads are as simple as that. Professions of an advertising man, lesson 3. Use facts, intrigue and scientific research to create great advertisements. This answers the question, what are the three components of a great ad? As the world gets noisier and noisier, creating unique marketing campaigns that stand out gets harder and harder. David Ogilvie used a three-pronged approach to get people's attention and hold it. And it's still as relevant in 2016 and in 2017 as it was in 1963 when this book came out. Part number one. Give people the facts, even if they're not special. Part number two. Use mysterious and intriguing images. Part number three. Integrate research findings into your ads. Just because it's a given that an airline implements comprehensive safety measures doesn't mean that marketing it as a benefit won't work. When OGV worked with KLM, that's exactly what they did. And since no other airline talked about safety, it worked well. Images are a great way to open curiosity gaps, stop customers dead in their tracks and make them think and ponder. An image of a new, mysterious symbol with a hint how to find more, how to find out more about it is often a lot better than trying to explain the entire premise of the Hunger Games on one poster. Lastly, if scientific research shows that color photos work better than black and white ones, and photos in general are a lot better than paintings, why ignore what researchers have put hard work into finding out? Staying up to date on the latest research and marketing will be well worth your time. Here's what I learned from Confessions of an Advertising Man by David Ogilvy. The first thing I learned is how to pronounce Ogilvy. I <laughs> I googled it just to find out, especially for the second part because I actually thought it would be pronounced Ogilvy, but that doesn't make sense now that I know it and Mather. <clears throat> so that was really that that was actually hard to find out. So the company is called Ogilvy and Mather and or i think by now it might have been co- it might be called ogilvy 1 or ogilvy worldwide or something like that because it's changed a lot um but the name of the guy is david ogilvy obviously he has some roots which are probably eastern european or even russian i don't want to say too much i don't know about but he as far as i know lived and worked in they say the company's roots go back to the uk but ogilvy was i believe very active in the us also later on in his life anywho some of the things i learned from this book confirmed what i was already doing and one was sort of a smack in the face um so the first lesson only says stuff you believe in there is a Maybe you know Smart Passive Income. It's a huge website. It's about, well, passive income. Uh, it's run by Pat Flynn. He's a really nice guy. He started in 2008, so it's almost 10 years old by now. He makes tons of money, like over 100000 a month from the site. He's very transparent about that too. And he has different approaches to marketing. And a huge chunk of his income is affiliate marketing. So basically, he recommends products because he has so much traffic, people buy them, and then he gets commissions. So, obviously, that means he's advertising stuff on his site. So, and he has a mantra about that, or he's actually three different um, definitions of it on one page. So, he says, like, what's what, what kind of affiliate marketing is there? So, if you market something, what kinds of marketing can you do? And so, there is the removed aspect where... You have no affiliation with the company, not really anyway. You just see it so it sells and it might get great commissions. And so you might have never driven a BMW, but you know if you sell one, you get 10% of the price. If you sell a $100,000 car, that's 10 grand. And you really like that deal, so you recommend it without having ever sat in one, right? There's that. The second kind, and that's kind of shitty because you're recommending something you don't know actually how well you like it or how good it is the second uh, variant is involved no it's not it's related i think he calls it related uh, marketing so then you would have some affiliation like you know the person behind the product let's say your friend creates a beef jerky company and your friend starts selling beef jerky and you know your friend is a good guy or girl Uh, let's say it's a girl she's very diligent she does her homework she delivers on time Uh, she's reliable you know that because you've known her for years so you recommend her beef jerky on your email newsletter now that's really related you have an affiliation you have verified the person behind the product, but you still haven't tested the product, right? So it's one step better, but still, yeah, there's something missing. And the last one Pat calls involved marketing. And that's actually the only kind I want to do. And so far, I'm 99% sure I want to keep the door open so do not say shit. But I'm 99% sure that's the only kind of marketing I have done so far, which is involved marketing. You know the product. You've used the product, ideally for a long time you stand behind the product, uh, you're convinced of it, you know a lot of stuff about the product, you know the product better than most people, and so on, right? So you know this thing. And what Pat does on his side is also a lot, or most of it, 90%, let's say, is involved marketing. So he recommends the software he uses, like Bluehost for hosting his website, or Lead Pages for making landing pages. And you can see he uses that software to sell his own stuff and to make his stuff. So That's a much more powerful play to make, right? And that goes right back to lesson one, only sell stuff you believe in. And I find it's pretty tough to believe in something you haven't tried for yourself. So if you ever market something, I would recommend that. So for example, it was perfect that I got an internship back when I did in three years ago at BMW M because out of all the, say, um, performance cars from BMW, Audi and Mercedes, BMW is the brand I've always believed in the most, I've driven BMWs, um, I've driven Audis, I've sometimes driven Mercedes, but BMW I have the most experience with, it's the kind of car my family drives, Um, it's the one I like the most, it's the one I think is the most sporty, and so on, right? So I was 100% behind that, and I poured my heart and soul into it, and that's why I got a great review at the end too, because I worked with a product I believed in. So second lesson, that was a smack in the face because ads are meant to sell and out of all the stuff i do a lot of it is marketing right because right now every one of us mark we all market ourselves in one way or the other like whether you like it or not what you post on facebook is sort of a marketing campaign of you so and that reflects on you either way whether you like it or not people are going to form opinions about you based on what you post on facebook on snapchat on instagram on twitter so But for me specifically, because I am trying to sort of make a living from all the stuff I do, my ads are meant to sell. And often I've written shitty copy. Uh, I hate selling. I'll admit it. I suck at it. So it's very tough. I'm lucky that I can even get to sell in writing because I can send out an email and write copy for that and have people buy based on my writing, not on me sort of standing there uh, yapping on about it. But still, I'm not good at selling. And so even when I do ads, there's very rare, rarely have I gotten success. Facebook ads I've done well with. Uh, I can, I do well with those. Uh, and uh, one other thing I did well with, I want to get into the next lesson. Um, but other than that, I really suck at selling. And I have to be honest with myself and just say, you know... If I'm not selling that well, my ads suck. I need to get better. Uh, And for the first time, for the four-minute folio, I'm considering, I'm not 100% there yet, give me some time, considering hiring a copywriter to actually get the landing page up and actually write proper copy and just have a person that can do it, help me sell things. And that's that, right? So because I suck at it, obviously I'm no good. And if ads don't sell, then they're not doing their job. So that's just a hard fact and lastly use facts intrigue and scientific research to create great advertisements one promotion i did uh, at the end of 2016 in november or no last day of october i think thanks around thanksgiving no early november um was the blinkist campaign it was i think 50 percent off for life on blinkist and it was a thanksgiving campaign like a um what is that black friday kind of deal and that did really well. Well, first of all, because it was a great promotion for, for on their end, obviously. But I had a really cool uh, uh, campaign. I t- told a story about Thanksgiving. Um, I included an image of How I Met Your Mother, where they sliced the turkey with a laser. Uh, what is that called? From Star Wars, the things, lightsabers. There you go. And so I just, I wrapped it, it was a story, it was intriguing, there, was, there were the facts of the offer, right, so everything worked together, and uh, there was a story about a turkey from a book that was sort of the scientific fact explaining it, so it, w- it all came together, it really did well, uh, and I made a lot of money from that campaign, and it was really cool. Because people were happy, they liked it, they got a great deal, and I made some money, and everyone, everyone One that was cool so that part again telling the stories and so on that's important but in the end your ads have to make money and if they don't do it then you have to come up with something new that doesn't mean you have to compromise your values again involve marketing being the keyword but if your ads don't work you got to work on your ads so i hope you learned something about marketing and i will see you on the next summary